Welcome to Your Wellness MD Podcast. This is where family physician and wellness expert, Dr. Daniela Stein and her life coach sister, JB, share holistic solutions for your everyday health and wellness challenges. We explore the connection between a healthy body, mind, and soul, and share tips that will enable you to thrive. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to today's podcast, JB here. Today we are talking about one of the biggest self-esteem makers or breakers, our skin. We all know those times where you do not want to leave the house as you do not want anyone to look at your skin. There were a few times over the past year where I was happy to wear a mask out in public, as it can be great to hide behind it. Hello from Dr. Daniela Stein. Unhappiness about skin conditions is a very common issue that patients seek my help with. The good news is that there are so many things within your control that you can do to improve your skin. And I assume different people have different causes for their skin problems. Oh, for sure. It's so important to consult your physician to try to find the root cause of your skin condition. And there are so many different conditions. It could be acne, eczema, rosacea, dermatitis. I feel that most people have struggled with some form of acne in at least some stage of their life, mostly teenage years. I've also read, though, that more and more adults Mm. are reporting acne. I'd love to understand more about the causes of acne. Yeah, there are six main culprits that stand between most people and healthy skin. So the one is hormonal. And what's surprising to a lot of people is they anticipate it when they're teenagers, but find it very frustrating when they get hormonal acne later in life. And we can delve into that a little bit later, a little bit deeper later on. Then food sensitivities are often a cause of skin issues, stress, too much sugar or refined products in your diet, or not enough healthy fats in your diet, and the wrong beauty products can affect your skin as well. We all know about the hormonal acne, but I think we underestimate the impact of the other factors you just mentioned, such as stress, too much sugar, not enough water those things can be really bad for the skin. For sure, for sure. And when you see your physician regarding acne, one of the things they will do first is to investigate for hormonal causes, as that's the most common thing. So hormonal causes can happen at any age of your life. We see it very typically in teenage years, just because you have that group of hormones that include testosterone and other male hormones that gets secreted in both women and female, but it's more predominant during those phases. And then also, depending on your cycle, some women get it when they go through their menstrual period, because during your menstrual period, your levels of estrogen and progesterone are at their lowest. And both of these help to reduce sebaceous gland activity. So if neither of these hormones around to balance the testosterone in your system, you can likely experience breakouts during that time of the month. Then some women suffer from polycystic ovaries, which increases your risk for acne or menopause. During menopause, your hormones are constantly in flux. And I find that so frustrating to my patients when they go through menopause to have to deal with skin things as well. You mentioned menstrual cycle. Why do some women have acne breakouts when they're on their period or just before they're on their period? 
Yeah, so usually your hormones are in balance, the amount of testosterone and the amount of estrogen and progesterone. So women do have testosterone in their bodies as well. But then at times when you're on your period is because your, your estrogen and progesterone levels are low. So then in comparison, your testosterone levels are unopposed and that's when you'll have a breakout. Fascinating. So another cause of hormonal acne is inflammation. And inflammation can be caused by several different things, specifically by your diet. If you take too much foods in that's processed or fried foods, breads, potato chips, all these types of foods boost internal inflammation by providing excess linoleic acid in your body. Stress is something else that causes inflammation. So the inflammation caused by chronic stress has been shown in multiple studies to aggravate acne. The stress response boosts the production of certain hormones such as cortisol or corticotrophin-releasing hormone, which increases inflammation, and then that increases acne. And then there are things from the outside. Some of the beauty products you use could also cause acne. That's a lot. <laughs> Let's hear about the solutions. What can we do to manage specifically hormonal acne? Okay, so for hormonal acne, what I find quite helpful just on meeting patients from the get-go is to see the influence of eliminating dairy from their diet. So to try to eliminate dairy for a month and see how things go. There's many evidence-based studies showing that dairy can be a, a trigger. The exact mechanism is unknown. Some people feel that it could be because of the growth hormones that cows get treated with. Something else can also be those natural growth hormones that naturally exist in cow's milk that can throw off your hormonal balance. And then other people believe it's kind of more a, a combination of those refined foods and sugars with the milk products that we get. Because quite often we don't get whole milk. We often get it as part of a yogurt that has sugar in. So it can often be this combination that disrupt our insulin levels and it can cause hormonal breakouts. Wow. So if you're regularly experiencing breakouts, it might be worthwhile experimenting with removal of dairy to assess its effect yes. on your skin. I've heard that many times, but dairy is such a big part of our Western diet that that's not an easy one. But if you persistently struggle with your skin, clearly that is something to consider. And what's been helpful for my patients is to work with a health coach because it could be other things as well, not only the dairy, but then also it could be that you still have dairy in your diet, even though you thought you eliminated it. So I've really seen with my patient, it makes a big difference if they work with a health coach afterwards to, you know, for a couple of weeks to help you find the causes in your diet. I've also heard about tea tree oil. Yes, tea yes. tree oil. Yes. So that's the best option when it comes to treating hormonal acne naturally. It does have a slower onset to start working, but there has been studies that shows as effective as traditional topical agents, such as benzoyl peroxide, which I often prescribe in the clinic before I um, learn more about the benefits of this holistic medication. And now I advise tea tree oil in gel form because it's easier to apply onto the pimple as oil would often um, run off the skin, but the gel you can put exactly onto the pimple and it won't touch the rest of your skin. 
I've heard about tea tree oil as well. Does that help? Oh, yes. So it's the best option when it comes to treating hormonal acne, naturally. While it does have a slower onset, one study found that tea tree oil is just as effective as traditional topical agents, such as benzoyl peroxide, and you'll experience less side effects. I sometimes advise to use tea tree oil in a gel form as it's easier to apply and you just drop onto each pimple and then that drop stays there. Okay, so we've got reducing milk products and using tea tree oil to eliminate acne. What else? A very big component is to balance the bacteria in your gut. So in your intestine, there's lots and lots and lots of bacteria. We call that your microbiome. They are good bacteria, and sometimes there's less good bacteria. So the more good bacteria you put into your gut, it helps them to prevent the overgrowth of bad bacteria. To do that, you can take a probiotic, which is often quite helpful. Some people even often apply probiotics directly onto their faces, which often helps to restore that microbial balance on their skin. Wow. And then I know there are some foods that you can take instead or in addition yes. to probiotics. Yes. Foods that contain healthy microorganisms includes foods like yogurt or kefir or certain fermented foods like kimchi, kombucha beverages or tempeh, pickled foods um, such as sauerkraut. If you do choose to take supplements, make sure that your supplement contains both lactobacillus acidophilus and lactobacillus Bifidobacterium. <laughs> bala, 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 bala. That's <laughs> quite a mouthful. I'll just remember both LA and LB. Sounds good. Because um, that's the only <laughs> way I'm going to remember it. So look for priority <laughs> folks that have both LA and LB. Good. <laughs> so that was hormone-induced acne with four actions that we could use to deal with it. Growing up, to be honest, I wasn't aware of any of those actions. Which brings us to the second evil knievel that stands between us and healthy, beautiful skin. Food sensitivity. I mean, how big a deal is this really? I always had the mindset that I'm strong. I can eat everything except for sugar and too many carbs, of course. But how big a deal is food sensitivity really? You know, when I went through university, I was in residence and I was very lucky that I had good skin. But then when I went home on weekends, I would have a breakout. And that was the most fascinating thing to me because I knew that stress would influence it. And I was relaxed on weekends and very stressed out in med school. So it really took me some time to figure out. And then fascinatingly, when I learned during med school of the effect that gluten can have on your skin, I realized that in residency, at university, I didn't eat any wheat or gluten. And then on weekends, when I went home, my dad would always go and buy fresh bread on a Saturday, big white loaf of fresh bread, which we would eat. And 12 to 18 hours after that fresh white bread, I would always have breakout of acne around my mouth. So that was just so fascinating to me to when I figured that out. And then as I learned, you know, throughout working with patients and clients with acne, I realized how common this is. And then when we test for food sensitivities, we often test for celiac disease and patients might not have celiac disease. 
but they can still have skin breakouts from gluten or from wheat. So the problem also with these food sensitivities is that you can, it can cause a delayed hypersensitivity reaction. So you might have gluten or bread now and your skin will look fine. And then only two or three days later, you wow. have a breakout, which makes it so tricky, you know, to really figure out what your trigger is. What would you say are the most commonly caused sensitivities that cause acne? If you think about which foods? So I very commonly see in my practice, it could be dairy, as we discussed, or gluten, and even eggs. And then there are many other foods that can trigger your unique immune system, and that could cause some inflammation that can contribute to breakouts. Okay, so how do we, how do we treat these? So the easiest way and the best way to find out your dietary triggers would be to go onto an elimination diet. So how that works is you remove all these common inflammatory foods from your diet for 30 days. So no dairy, no gluten, no eggs for 30 days. Then afterwards, you reintroduce these foods one at a time. And then it's very easy to see which food was the culprit that caused this inflammation. Okay. So if you continue to have persistent acne, you can try an elimination diet. Mm. That's starting with milk, well. eggs, or gluten. Yes. And that's something that's free. It is quite often hard to do. And that's why I advise to work with a health coach to do that. But it's, it's wonderful, the benefit and the effect. Thank you. Definitely something to consider. And then the next big bad guy standing between us and glorious skin, you said is stress. Yes. So many people experience an exacerbation of their acne when they feel stressed out or under pressure. I see it when I work with high school kids before exams and university before exams, or just generally work stress, life stress. People definitely notice an exacerbation. There's different reasons. One could be that chronic stress in your body makes your body break down a barrier in your gut lining, which allow foreign antigens and microorganisms and toxins to go into your bloodstream, which spurs inflammation. And another reason is that when you're stressed, your body releases cortisol in the hopes of bringing you back to equilibrium. But then high levels of cortisol can increase your likelihood of immune dysfunction, inflammation, and hormone imbalances. Well, we all experience stress from time to time, whether it's family stress, personal stress, work stress. What is your guidance to manage it? Yeah. So effective stress management can, it looks different to different people, but there's a couple of factors which I found very successful in my practice, and that's to include meditation into your daily routine, to include gratitude journaling. You can do deep breathing exercises, as we've discussed before, or a daily stretch routine. It can even be something as simple as just incorporating more walking, more movement into your routine, reading, painting, dancing, doing something you enjoy that really helps to break that stress cycle. Okay, great. So we've covered off on solution to treat hormonal acne, ways to deal with food sensitivity, and now stress. What's the next thing to know in our journey to glorious skin? To eat enough healthy fats. So that's something when we grew up, our mom cooked for us very strictly according to the food guide. So we had very minimal fat in our diets. 
but there is now abundant research showing that we need more fats in our diet. Specifically, we need some of the good fats. We needed the correct balance of omega-3 and omega-6 to help to produce our skin's natural oil barrier, to keep your skin hydrated, to ensure that systemic inflammation is kept in check. So what I often advise, rather than taking supplements, to make sure that you get those good fats from your diet. It comes in foods like walnuts or chia seeds, salmon, sardines, anchovies. I know not a lot of people are a fan of sardines or anchovies. You can eat pasture-raised eggs and flax seeds. Or if it is tricky, you can use a high-quality fish oil and as prescribed by your doctor. Okay, so get in those fats. Um, you'd be happy to know that since the last podcast, I've started adding flaxseed oil to my oatmeal. Oh, fantastic. With berries in the morning. Good. Getting up earlier to get that done, um, <laughs> to get to the high energy levels. And I will certainly start incorporating more walnuts and salmon. Yay, What's next? Yes. So we often find a big culprit is a diet that's too high in sugar. So sugar overfeed that bad bacteria in your gut that causes imbalance, which we call dysbiosis, and then that causes inflammation. Bad bacteria can overgrow and that can exacerbate acne. So an easy way that you can implement at home is to switch out rice or pasta or cereal for other carbs that's more starchy vegetables and whole grains that has a lower glycemic index that are prebiotics rather than probiotics. These are prebiotic foods and they help to promote and balance your gut microbiome and they help to treat acne. Awesome. Then you also mentioned something that I've been waiting for about checking your beauty products. Uh, so tragically, our beauty routine are quite often the cause of a lot of our skin problems. So you can just imagine, we're concerned about what we put in our body, but what you put directly on your skin is quite important. Some really rich your body of its natural oils, which causes your body to make more oil and worsens your acne. And then some products are just toxic. So what I advise my patients to do is to always check their products on the website for the, the Environmental Working Group's database. It is called Skin Deep. And there you can see safety ratings of all the products that you use. I know it can be pretty overwhelming because when you have acne, you go to the doctor, you ask for medicine, and the same goes for beauty products. I've only known about EWG for the last couple of years. And in the beginning, I did find it overwhelming and it mm. can be very overwhelming to reevaluate all your products at once. I always say this is better. Okay. That, that's very helpful if you try to use as few products as possible. You know, stick to a high quality natural cleanser, a moisturizer, and a toner that you use once a day. And then also a good sunscreen. And they have a quite a good list of safe sunscreens for your kids. And then you can use the same that you're using for your kids. And and what I what I've seen, what I would recommend is as you run out of something before you buy something again, then go on the website EWG mm. and check that it's safe instead of trying to think that you have to replace everything at yes. once. Baby steps. This is all about incremental baby steps to get to the healthier you. Yes. Yes. Another thing that you can do, which is very inexpensive, is to drink more water. 
When you drink enough water, the cells in every part of your body gets hydrated through your blood, and your skin heavily relies on water for all of its functions. It helps to maintain your pH balance. Water helps to maintain a healthy gut, and it aids in proper digestion. It flushes away toxins throughout your gut, and it also increases the elasticity in your skin. And the final action for glowing skin, drum roll, in addition to drinking water, is getting those exercise shoes on. Yes, so sweating helps your skin to get rid of toxins, running, cardiovascular exercise. And then some of my patients who does not enjoy exercise but struggle with skin, I sometimes advise them to use a sauna. So in a sauna, you can also sweat out toxins. It's very important then to make sure that you hydrate adequately and shower afterwards to wash away all the sweat. Awesome. That was a lot. But you've equipped us with four ways to treat hormonal acne as well as tips to deal with the other culprits that stand between us and beautiful skin. Food sensitivity, stress, too much sugar, not enough healthy fats, and the wrong beauty products. And then lastly, but very importantly, getting enough water and ensuring that we get the sweat going. Dr. Danila also has a list of recommended supplements for acne management Check out the link in the podcast for more details. So much fun, as always. So next, next time, time, be well. Thanks for spending your time with your wellness MD doc, Daniela and JB today. For more episodes, subscribe to our podcast. We would love to connect with you at info at wellnessmdhelp.com. And remember, you were created to thrive. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.